Hi, I'm Bob Cho. I'm happy to be reporting from Stockholm, Sweden uh, for the Scoliosis Research Society annual meeting. This is our 57th annual meeting and we're really excited to be presenting uh, the best of each session through social media. Uh, please be on the lookout for uh, social media postings throughout the week um, and there'll be little snippets that you can learn something from each of the sessions. It's also a great opportunity if you have any questions and you're watching from home, uh, please uh, tweet or or, uh, comment on any of the posts and then we'll get to them. Uh, thanks for everything and look forward to seeing you throughout the week. Hi, this is Dr. Bob Cho. I'm with Dr. Josh Pays from Shriners, Philadelphia. Uh, we both just moderated a great session on tweeners. Josh, what's your biggest takeaways from this tweener session? I think the one thing we all could agree upon in this session was uh, delaying whenever possible uh, to a single stage fusion, but certainly it is on a case-by-case -case basis uh, according to diagnosis. Yeah, and I think there are only a certain number of diagnoses that I think you really want to push for the magic rod or a growth-friendly uh, option, and uh, maybe kyphosis, or if you're really trying to expand lung, lung volumes, but there has to be the expectation that you're more likely to have revisions and go to the operating room. Great, thank, thank you. you. So we're joined here today with Dr. Jen Bauer from Seattle Children's Hospital. She ran a lunchtime symposium on cervical spine deformity in kids. Tell us what's going on. Uh, actually, the great part about this was we included adults as well. And so we were able to kind of see the comparisons and the differences between pediatric and adult cervical differences. And I think one of the most important parts about it is, much like early onset scoliosis, where every single patient is a different diagnosis and you really have to think about them individually, same thing with cervical problems. And so there's some similarities across peds and across adults, but sometimes it's very different. And the main thing that you want to worry about is what is their function? Are they getting myelopathic? You really need to do a good exam. And then you need to understand what are the diagnoses that are most likely to have problems and really do a, perhaps a more focused follow-up on those kids. Thanks so much. We're here with Dr. Caraman Genevois. She uh, was the moderator for our lunchtime symposium on sagittal plane uh, deformity and balance. So Dr. Caraman, um, Dr. Genevois, uh, what are the takeaways from this session? Well, the, the meaning of this session was to discuss about balance as being uh, the way the patient is coping with his standing position, but we wanted to highlight the need of adaptations of the patient, especially in motion, and we wanted to show the difference between balance and alignment. Alignment is something absolutely necessary in the normals, and when we are fusing, we try to realign patients. But if uh, the realignment is not appropriate, the patient has to uh, find compensatory mechanisms and this may create some problems for the patient, some symptoms like pain, like difficulties to stand and gradually uh, will um, become more and more difficult for the patient. Thank you so much. Hi, it's Bob Cho with Scoliosis Research Society. I'm joined here with Dr. Jeffrey Gum from Leatherman Clinic. Uh, so you were the moderator for our morning session today. Tell us some of the major points that the audience should take away. Yeah, so it was a quality, safety, value, great session, great interaction. The three biggest points, I think, are we talked about TXA complications and a, a, a couple great studies showing that high dose is better. We talked about some studies on supplemental rods and benefits of those. We also talked about... <clears throat> complications in ASD, which we could talk about forever. Perfect. Thanks so much. All right. I'm here with Dr. Chris Shaffrey, our uh, outgoing president of SRS. Uh, what did you think were the highlights of the HIP session today? No, I thought it was, as was mentioned by Dr. Akbarnia, perhaps one of the best 
sessions that we have ever had. So the level of science, both the basic science and the clinical science, I thought were uh, really absolutely exceptional. I think that you know, for my highlight, which which I found was absolutely fascinating, was the wonderful paper about uh, about using uh, xenon uh, MRI technology to assess uh, pulmonary dysfunction in a mouse model. To me, the way that the 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 the, the interest in being able to go and really able to be able to uh, quantitate, uh, you know, the, the loss of function was really su was superb, and I thought the science behind it was excellent. Thanks, Chris. So we're here with Dr. Serena Hu, our incoming SRS president. So Serena, what did you think the highlights of our HIB session were today? So I would have to echo the comments that have been made um, during the HIB session that this had to be one of the best HIB sessions I've ever been at, um, the best papers, just really great engagement by the audience. Um, it was really hard for me to decide what the best paper was because there are so many good ones. I would have to say that um, I think the paper that was the most interesting, impactful, and um, uh, the best paper was the genetics paper that uh, Carol Weiss showed on the, um, the uh, connective tissue um, parts aspects of um, AIS. And then I actually thought Michelle Wellborn's paper on the, um, um, the other factor for um, identifying rapid growth and progression. Um, but that's actually a, um, a basic science paper also, but I thought it was the best clinical and translational paper. Thanks, Serena. Lots of impactful papers. The Scoliosis Research Society is a nonprofit professional organization made up of physicians and allied health personnel. Their primary focus is on providing continuing medical education for healthcare professionals and on funding and supporting research in spinal deformities. Please visit srs.org for further information. 